another day. All right, let's ride. Hosted by the good bad guy blackout and all that good stuff here. I got a few things I want to get into. Welcome aboard if this is your first time riding with me. Welcome back if you've been here before. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. I'm on all types of platforms, just about everything you could think that podcast will be on. I'm on that player, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Libsyn, LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, Overcast, Podbean. There's a few others, SoundCloud, another big one. I'm on that one as well. Now that I got all the fundamental podcasty stuff out the way, let me go ahead and jump right into this and say rest in peace to Cameron Boyce. Uh, the young man was an actor on Disney. He was a dancer, I believe, as well, but he was in the show called Jesse that my daughter loved. And this movie uh, movie series, I want to say, called The Descendants on Disney Channel. But unfortunately, he passed away. Young man of 20 years old. Apparently he had a condition which caused him to have seizures and he had one in his sleep. So rest in peace to that young man. And uh, I wish his family the best. It's unfortunate for anybody to pass away, but especially when it's somebody that young who has such a bright future, who had affected so many people in a positive way, it's just really sad to see. And so love the ones you got while you can. And once again, shout out to that man. Celebrate his life the best way you know how. Also, one time for everybody affected by the earthquakes that happened in Southern California. Luckily for me, they did not affect us down here in San Diego County, at least not me out here in Chula Vista. I didn't feel shit. I got lucky. But for those affected by it in uh, LA County, all the way over to Vegas, man, I wish you the best. Hopefully the tremors have ended and we're not in line for a bigger one, but I was fortunate enough to not really be affected by it. So if you have been, just make sure you kind of know what to do via earthquakes, find some shelter, do what you got to do, have a plan. Most importantly, if it's going on right now and you're in that area and they've been having tremors and all that, go get you some shit to sustain life. So make sure you have canned goods, bottled water, flashlight, a radio of some sort, uh, phone chargers, all that. Even if you have to go get one of those charging blocks, go get one of those. But do something put together a kit first aid kit really important if you have any medications that you have to have try to make sure you have them on hand and have something like a cooler like a disaster prepared preparedness kit or something if you know of any doomsday preppers get with them and they can show you the game they may even lend you something but prepare yourself this is enlighten me to make sure that i know that my family is better prepared in the event that something goes wrong so just prepare yourself for everything and anything that could go wrong and you should be straight for the long haul, but don't sleep on it. Natural disasters come out of nowhere, and they are catastrophic a lot of the times. I want to say, for the most part, people in the area got lucky. Like, had it hit, like, the heart of Las Vegas or the heart of Los Angeles, like, really, really hit it, they could have been really bad. So just make sure you guys are aware of what to do in the middle of an earthquake or any other natural disaster and try to have a kit. I'm going to do better about that myself. But just a suggestion, if you're not already ready, get ready. 
Like if you don't prepare, you prepare to fail. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Also, uh, congratulations to the United States women's national soccer team. Back-to-back -back champions. Today they beat Netherlands. I don't know how. My dumb ass forgot to watch the game. I was doing other stupid shit, but I haven't paying attention to it. And regardless of the fact that I missed the game, I'm in agreement. You got to pay them. You got to pay the ladies, man. How, how, how are they, do they win back-to-back -back and don't get paid nearly as much as the men? That's crazy to me. Women's, I would think that women's soccer is more popular than men's soccer because I don't believe the best athletes play soccer on the men's side. I would say it's more probable that the best athletes play soccer on the women's side. As you can see, the dominance in, uh, in the World Cup. I'm just saying. It makes a lot of sense. If they're bringing you all this ad revenue to these networks, come on, man. Y'all got to pay them folks. They out there busting their ass. Giving us best in the world status. Come on, y'all got to pay the ladies, man. Pay the ladies. We want to do everything fair. We sh the women have been making a huge surge in society with them being outspoken in the last two, I say maybe five years, women have been surging to the top of professions and really coming to get their just due, trying to get on equal footing, man. I support it. I got daughters, man. I see things from a whole different perspective. Let, let these women in. Let, get, give them their money. Give them their money. They out there busting their ass. Get them their bread. Now, if there was a basketball tournament as big as the World Cup, that'd be great too. But right now, unfortunately, there is not. The Olympics, yes, of course. But more people watch soccer than any other sport in the fucking world. So the revenue for that money should be there. I don't know how it's not. Get them ladies their money. So we can have future generations get paid. They earned it. They deserve it. There's no reason not to. Let's get these ladies paid, man. And keeping with sports, going to the obvious news. Kawhi Leonard has chosen to go play for the Los Angeles Clippers. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was, I'm not going to say I was wrong. I'm going to say that he didn't do what I wanted him to do, which was stay in Toronto. Obviously, like I said, I speak from a fan's perspective. I'm not an expert in any means. I understand. You want to go be closer to your kid. You're gone a lot. It makes sense to me. You want to be a present father. I can completely understand that. Like sometimes I want to go home too. But this job thing, it is what it is. So for you to take it into your own hands and go to L.A., hey, sometimes you got to make moves. And kudos to you for not taking the easy way, which would have benefited my team, my secondary team, the Los Angeles Lakers. You want to go compete. You don't want to go play with LeBron. You want to beat LeBron in the same arena. So kudos to you. And then also Paul George for coming over there with you. I'm not quite sure how it's going to work unless it's going to be Jordan Pippen type of thing, which I think will be great for the league. But I know the battle for the Staples Center has begun. It has begun with the L.A. Clippers having most of their roster pretty much intact. They kept Harrell. They kept um, Zubak. They still have Patrick Beverly. They still have Lou Will. That's a pretty good core to build around. Pretty good core to build around. And I know they're going to go out 
and get somebody else. They gave up a bunch of draft picks for Paul George. They gave up a whole lot. But I don't give a fuck about that because it's not my team. That's a lot to give up. They gave up Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and they gave up Gallinari, and then like four or five draft picks or something crazy like that. And that's a lot to give up for one person. It's a whole hell of a lot. But with the owner having that, like the most amount of money of any owner in the league, he got money to spend. So it's not going to hurt them that bad if they fall off. I guess they figure still L.A., and what they they got, I know they got Kawhi for four years, so they're still gonna be able to attract new talent to come there. So maybe that's how I should have looked at it from um, the side of the Lakers, but maybe that was more of an emotional attachment. I I got to watch those young guys play. The Clippers I really didn't watch too much because it's not my fucking team. But LA is gonna be lit, and I'm mad I'm not gonna be around to see a lot of it because I'm gonna be I should be overseas by then. But still. I'll be able to watch it on TV, but it's not its not the same as like when you're in the, the area, when you're in the proximity of a major event happening, you just feel it a little bit more. But I'll be able to see games and highlights and all that, man, but good on them guys for making themselves happy. I guess Toronto's got to hit the reset button. That's plus 25 points. They're going to have to figure out how to fill up. They did go get another wing defender. The Toronto signed Stanley Johnson. I know the Lakers are filling out their roster. They got Rondo back. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins is actually going to be a Los Angeles Lakers. I, Laker, I thought he would have been better suited to stay in, um, in uh, Golden State. But this makes me feel more like he is not going to be the same athlete he was because why would you not stay in Golden State? You got Clay coming back. You could be a part of their big three. You're probably going to get more touches because um, KD is gone. So that would mean more offensive opportunities for you. Now you're probably going to be reduced to a screen and rebound guy for LeBron, which I don't understand. It benefits the team I like, but, you know, for Boogie Cousins, not maybe not such a great move. And it's bringing me to a point of conflict because while my Bulls are not doing too much, they got different a different coach now, and I think he's more focused on developing the youth they have I would like to. I would like to have seen like a veteran star go there. Stop being scared. Stop being scared. Like we still got a shot. I feel like if they're talking about cleaning house in OKC and just breaking down and doing a rebuild, if they're talking about trading somebody for Russ, yeah, you can get rid of a couple of them guys for Russ right now. A triple double. Somebody who the city of Chicago is gonna love. Russell Westbrook. Oh, for sure. He would fit in Chicago. You can get him Levine. Get him Chris Dunn. Cool. I don't give a damn if you get him Kobe White. Get him that. Get Russ back and maybe some draft picks or whatever. Or go get uh go get Grant. But make that move. I'm all for that. For real. Zach Levine is cool and all. The man got bad ACL. Has a he I like to see him in the air. I know he scores points, but Russ is fear factor, man. Russ is a fear factor for other people to have to guard all game long. And right now, shit, the East is wide open. You got Indiana getting better. We'll see what Boston does. KD's out for a year. Jimmy Butler just took 20 points away from Philadelphia. He went down to Miami. Let us go get Russ. I think I would like to see Russ in the East and see what he can do over there. 
because I know Toronto's retooling. Milwaukee lost a point guard. They're trying to get it back. They lost two point guards, actually. So it'll be interesting to see. But I really would like to see Russia and Chicago, if possible. They don't get nobody I want them to get anyway, but, hey, it is what it is, man. You got to you gotta kind of take it as a, with a grain of salt as a fan. So I'm just ready to see what happens. I want to see as much of it as I can while I'm overseas. And uh, other more unfortunate, well, I guess, I guess this is fortunate news. A billionaire from Florida, unfortunately, a billionaire by the name of Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> they they about to throw the book at Cuz, or they're they're probably gonna throw the book at homie. He's been a uh, once one time convicted of uh, sex trafficking, and now they're implicating that there may be a situation where minors have been involved, and they're trying to. They about to try to take Cuz's head off, man. And the thing about it is, when you when you go into sex trafficking and you you really think about it, this a lot of times have to has to deal with international crime. And one of the big reasons that they're going after this guy from the thing that I listen to is basically because of the deal he really got. He spent he got jammed up like in the early 2000s. I want to say 2002. And he had this deal with the way he basically was, because of his billionaire status and him being well-connected, he was basically able to go through go through his prison sentence, being in the office six days out of the week, and then coming back to his uh, prison cell at night. And we all know that, hey, sometimes, a lot of times when billionaires and millionaires and all that shit go to prison, things are more lenient. Now, my only argument is, for as much as this individual is a creep, the only benefit to letting this man go out and kind of conduct business as normal is him being at the head of businesses that feed other people. And I can understand the court not wanting to put this man in, the, in jail, causing the collapse of all his businesses and the people that work for him or whoever he employs losing their income because of some shit that this individual did. That I can understand. I don't like it. As a father of daughters, like I always say, I don't appreciate it. I would um really like to see this person really, really punished. Like I say, freeze the assets. But if this person's employing a lot of other people, I don't want those people who probably make far less than this individual, who I'm going to, I know make far less than this individual, I don't want them to suffer for something he did. Now, unfortunately for him, due to things that happened, with people digging into and uh, you know, really looking into stories. Now, the story broke, and now this individual ended up being arrested in New York, and it looks like he's about to get hit with some federal charges by the. the <laughs> by the federal court in New York City. They don't fuck around. And he previously evaded some of these um, some of these charges, but I don't think they're gonna, um, I don't think they're gonna let this go. I think they're really gonna be on his head because the way he got off last time with, um, with, them, with the folks down in Florida, they're not gonna let it go. And apparently he's uh, connected to a former president in Bill Clinton and the current president in the commander in Orange, they're really going to go after him. 
And it's like I said, like many podcasts ago, the current president's name is a buzzword. Is a buzzword, a big time buzzword. Anytime it can be leveraged, whether it's Fox News, CNN, whatever, people are going to use his name to leverage it and benefit off of what he's got going on. The same way he's done with um, him, you know, licensing out his name to put on buildings he hasn't actually built. Now it's working against him in this situation because somebody somewhere, some investigative reporter is going to dig into this and try to tie this guy to Trump. 100% somebody's going to dig into it. The relationship's already there, but they're going to dig into it and look for something more sinister. It's the 2020 election campaign has really started already, and it's really not going to hurt uh, former President Clinton at all because he's not running for anything. He's going to, and that man's already been baptized by fire in the court of public opinion too many times. Bill Clinton at this point is damn near Teflon. What can you do to him? He's still going to make his money. He's not running for any election. He can still write books, have speaking engagements, still has a shit ton of money. You're not going to really be able to fuck with him at this point. The thing with it now is that even if somebody does find something explosive about the Clintons, it's not going to have the same impact as if whoever finds something that's going to harm the current president. And that's the person that people are trying to get to. Just like how all the people went to prison messing with this man, they're really trying to find a way to negatively affect the current president, who I, as a as a man, I don't like. I really don't. I really don't like the person that he is. And I would almost, I would have sympathy for other people if this person who committed this crime wasn't a registered sex offender, but he is. This is a deal that was made when he got his last sentence. So he copped to it at some point. I mean, if he didn't, as a billionaire, I would believe that he'd have the resources to fight it and to prove himself uh, innocent. But since he didn't do that, he took the deal. That tells me that he's guilty. Or at least there's too much evidence from with his billionaire money to, to the point that if he, even if he felt like he was innocent, he couldn't prove he was innocent. So even if that's the case, he would have had to put himself in a situation so bad that he had to plea or he had to cop to it. So in my mind, he did this shit. So I don't feel bad for him at all. And this shows you how small those billionaire circles are. How small and how how uh, exclusive they really are. Because for him to be moving like this is... Pretty, it's pretty reckless. Pretty reckless, but they also move very insulated. And now that he's jammed up, we're going to see what's going to come from this because there's already people bringing up old quotes from the former president about things he said in reference to this individual. And they're going to use that against him, guaranteed coming up for this election cycle. And it's kind of like, hey, man, you stand too close to shit, you're going to start to smell. The same thing I say about the prayers is relates to other people as well. So now this fool is uh, caught up in this mess, and it's going to affect them both for the negative, which in, by my estimation isn't really a bad thing. I feel like they both deserve it because situations they put themselves in and things that the other one is saying. It's crazy. and it's For me, it's like a, it's a useless crime. 
from you. There's things I understand that I don't like that happen when you when you deal with theft. If somebody's stealing because they're hungry, I don't like the fact that people are stealing. But what's worse, them stealing something or them going hungry? For me, the root, the cause of that is worse. But for me, I can understand even eye for eye principle. Somebody does physical harm to you, you catch them later, you physically harm them back. Now, what what we would hope to happen is that is that you go against your natural instincts in the society we live in today and you don't harm that person. You hope you move past it. That's what people would hope to happen. But I also understand not not letting that go. This is different. To me, in my opinion, and it may not be the right one to the masses, but in my opinion, they're useless crimes. Things like rape, sex trafficking, like sexually abusive minors. These are useless crimes. There's no reason for you to do this. There's, there's never a reason to rape or sexually assault anybody, any adult. There's never any reason to rape or sexually assault a child. That's, that's one way ticket to hell in my brain for people. Like that's, There's no reason to do that. None at all. And to be, to be frank and honest, and sex, you can get from yourself. You can take care of that yourself. So there's never any reason to, to violently take it from somebody else or to hold someone captive and take it from them or, or to sell people into slavery for your benefit. It's, it's a useless crime. It's not like you're going out and doing something in order to gain food. It's not like somebody harmed you and maybe you don't want to, if you encounter them again, you're afraid they may try to harm you again. It's not like somebody took something from you. That rage, I can understand. Being hungry, I can understand. But none of these sex crimes, I don't get it. I really don't. Raping people, molesting people, that's, it's useless. Especially fucking children. That is insane to me. So, yeah, he deserves everything he gets. 36 underage victims. They're talking about the deal he got last time was a deal of a lifetime. Shout out to the Miami Herald for breaking this open and putting eyes back on this. This is a damn shame. Also, Maureen Comey, daughter of a uh, former FBI director James Comey, is uh, one of the prosecutors <laughs> on this case. This is a damn shame, man. I gotta talk about something else. I gotta get my mind off of this. I gotta let's switch gears to pop culture. Let's talk about black mermaids, particularly the little mermaid. So it is coming to my attention via the interwebs and the book of faces that people are upset about one of the sisters. I don't know if it's there's a group of there's two sisters that sing national anthems that perform at the Grammys, all type of awards, BET award shows. Two black sisters, Chloe and Haley. Haley, I believe, is the one who's supposed to be playing Ariel in the live action form of The Little Mermaid. This has people upset. To a degree, I understand commitment 
to the character from somebody in their 20s. To the kids that never heard of The Little Mermaid, they don't really give a shit. I would be surprised if they really gave a fuck. This is about the parents. The parents are thinking about the storyline as it relates. I get it to a degree. I understand that Ariel was black. I mean, she was white. Cool. Um, <laughs> Ariel was also a fictional character. If this was historic, like my issue with the um, the Gods of Egypt movie, when they had all the characters, <laughs> Pharaohs and shit were white, which didn't make them like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me at all. It doesn't. And somebody posted a bullshit meme about MLK being played by Ryan Gosling. That's just fucking stupid. That's a person that existed. Even the guys of Egypt, they're supposed to represent historical people, historical time frame. To me, that's completely different. People that actually existed, something that's supposed to reflect the actual time in human history to me, is, is, is that's completely different. Trying to, you know, compare the two things to me, you got to be fucking stupid. And you got to be reaching to try to prove that point. Ariel's a... The, the, mermaids don't even fucking exist as far as we know. It's a mythical creature. It's a cartoon. So the people, for the people getting mad, hey man, relax, man. It's not that big a deal. It's not. Or, hey, just don't go see it. I never went and saw gods in Egypt. I got pissed off about it because it was supposed to represent actual time period in history. Not a fucking cartoon. Not, it just wouldn't, it just don't make sense. Like, I, I understand the small side of the argument, like, what if they made Princess Tiana white? Would that be weird in 20 years? Yeah, but at the end of the day, she's not real. She's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not real at all. I don't know, man. People people got to find better things to worry about. There's earthquakes and shit going on. You know, people getting shot up all over the country. This is not the thing to die on. And you got people like fucking Tommy Lauren, like, Mermaid's too white, Santa's white, Jesus is white. How do you know? Have you ever met any of these people? Have you met Santa? Have you met Jesus? Santa wasn't real, one. <laughs> Jesus was, according to the to the good book, the Bible, out of the Middle East. More than likely, was not a white man. Bronze skin, hair of wool. Doesn't sound like any white man I know. Middle Eastern would be the obvious choice. Santa Claus ain't fucking real. The, the attempts people go to to make themselves notable. There must have been nothing else for Tommy Lauren to talk about. Nothing else at all. That's what, that was, that's what she had to go to. Fucking sad. <laughs> that was funny, though. It got me laughing to stop me from thinking about creepy pedophiles like Jeffrey Epstein. What a jerk. All right, moving on um, to other things that give me joy. A lot of music came out. A lot of music. A lot of music. My homies, Prince Ikeem and uh, Ego, put out a song called It's a Party. It's a duo out of Jacksonville, Florida. So the song is called It's a Party. Go check it out if you would like. If you like hip-hop, it's fun. They do fun stuff. The song is called It's a Party, so go check it out. It's summertime. It's time for that type of shit. Also, Dreamville, and if you're not familiar with Dreamville, you're probably familiar with J. Cole, and that's his uh, record label. They put out a compilation album 
recently, I want to say a couple of days ago, called Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Pretty damn good. Freddie Gibbs and super producer Mad Lib put out an album called Bandana. That was fucking good. And Fly God is an awesome god is out now. And that's by Westside Gun, who's a part of the collective Griselda Records, who is a... Uh, that's more of a that's more adult adult music than most. Like all everything I just gave you is adult music, but Griselda, you need to be a grown man. They they are um definitely individuals from the street. Their music has a a lot of that influence. So if you can't listen to that without trying to go out and buy a bundle or go get a gun, if it's gonna influence you to that degree, don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Just bypass Griselda and go listen to Will Smith. Go get jiggy with it. Go do that. Also, apparently Chance the Rapper put something out that I didn't realize till I opened up title, so I'm going to have to listen to that. But there's a lot of good music out. Apparently the people who thought who we thought were going to come out and crush the summer didn't. Uh, DJ Khaled's album, I guess, was supposed to be good. Nobody's really talking about it. DJ Mustard has an album out. I have not listened to all of that yet, but that's not... It's not really my go-to. That's more radio. That's not really my thing. But hey, if that's what you went to, check it out. I just wanted to end on a good note because the other guy, Mr. Epstein, made me mad. But hopefully he gets what's coming to him. You know how it goes with these billionaires. They don't always get their comeuppance. But uh, with him being connected to old boy, there's going to be a lot of eyes, ears, Clickety-click fingers, a lot of retweets, a lot of Facebook posts about this. And I guarantee they're going to weaponize it to try to sway public opinion. As any good, uh, <laughs> I guess as any good politician would. But y'all be good out there, man. I got to go do family stuff. I'll give you guys updates on um my moving situation and when I'm going to be leaving the country. If that's still going to happen, I'm pretty... I'm like 98% sure it's still going to happen. I actually look forward to it. There's going to be some bullshit in between. But I'll keep you guys updated on the regular. Like I say, change the world, man. Share this shit. Subscribe, comment, talk, leave reviews, all that good stuff, man. Hit me up, noplanthisride at gmail.com. It's all lowercase. Same name as the podcast. It's just that Gmail. Really, really simple. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, noplay247. Capital N, lowercase O, capital P, L A Y, no play 247 on Twitter. I'm on Xbox. If you want a quick W and Madden, I'm trash at it. I just try to get back on. It's not working out for me. Send me a request. We can get a game in. You'll get a victory. You get to talk some shit. And that's Blackout 904. The A in Blackout is an X because I'm I'm just trio like that. So it's at Blackout 904 for Instagram. And that is my gamer tag on Xbox Live. If you want to hit me up in Madden and do the damn thing. But yeah, man, change the world. Be a good person. Make people around you be a good person by you setting an example. And uh, be easy. Peace.